Welcome to the Healthy Hair Podcast. Your host, Dr. Amy Brenner, is a board-certified OBGYN with additional certifications in functional and integrative medicine. This podcast is meant to help women find reliable, relevant information to help them feel better, look better, and live better. Here you will hear in-depth information about hormones, sexual medicine, aesthetics, cosmetic gynecology, and functional medicine. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Healthy Her. This is Dr. Amy Brenner, board certified in obstetrics and gynecology, as well as functional and anti-aging medicine. And today we have Jack Reed. He is the director of client operations at a company called InMode, where he's been for about five years. And he possesses almost a decade of experience in business development, development and marketing experience in the aesthetics industry. Jack is here today to talk with us and help us better understand the landscape surrounding women's wellness procedures, specifically InMode's device called Votiva. So thanks for joining us, Jack. Hey, happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Dr. Brenner. Yeah, so let's just unpack your introduction. What is the, who is InMode? What is this company you work for? Yeah, so so InMode's been around for you know almost uh, a decade now, and uh, we're probably the the fastest growing global provider in the med tech space. And so, um, I, what we do is manufacture and help support customers who purchase our devices. Obviously, you have the Votiva, uh, the women's health device, and so there's a lot of different sectors and verticals um, in which we work in. But um, OBGYN, plastic surgery, dermatology, med spa, um, these are some of the the main physician segments that that we work with. But we do manufacture all of our equipment. Um, and then obviously my team and, and myself were in charge of helping support all of our physicians and making sure that you're getting the word out to your patients, um, specifically for devices like Votiva. Um, so they hear that, you know, everything that you have in your office, all the different treatment options, um, and they know who to go to for that. So today we're going to talk about Votiva, but what are some of the other devices, um, or I like to call them uh, fun toys that make people look and feel better. But what are some of the other um, medical devices that InMode has? Yeah, so we have, we have a lot of fun toys, as you said. Um, I, I would say probably the most well-known at this point is the Morpheus, uh, Morpheus 8. So this is a radio frequency microneedling device. Uh, it's been in the news a lot over the past couple of years. Um, or, organic growth is is great, and that's pretty much how Morpheus has, has grown uh, within our company and uh, really throughout the country. Uh, but helps with skin tightening, helps Helps with you know acne scars, surgical scars, stretch marks, um, cellulite reduction, all that great stuff. But yeah, it helps people maintain that that youthful feeling. Um, helps really contract the skin, uh, get rid of any textural concerns, and just improve overall uh, self confidence and uh, self esteem. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. I'd love to have you back to talk about in depth about Morpheus. All right, so let's get back to Votiva. What is, if you could explain to everybody Votiva, this is one of my favorite um, devices for women's intimate wellness. 
Yeah, Votiva's awesome. And and we've we've had this device in our portfolio for uh, a little over five years now. And it's a bipolar radio frequency device. So the heat and energy is very much controlled and directionalized, which means it's safe. It's an in-office procedure. Um, there's no pain, no downtime whatsoever. But really, uh, this device helps women who have a variety of different symptoms, uh, whether it be vaginal dryness, atrophy, uh, painful intercourse, dyspernia, um, all sorts of different things that you know really occur uh, in almost every female. Um, but then there's also some concerns after natural childbirth as well um, that this can help address too. But um, again, it's it's just a, a comfortable device that can be done in office that's really quick and you know painless to the patient which is a, a big benefit to them so explain like what is it because it's not a laser and um, but what's the what's the mechanism behind how votiva is working yeah so there's a lot of different devices out there um, and you're right it's not a laser um, and there are devices out there that that are lasers and and they do work um, i'm not going to say they don't they work but sometimes they are kind of that one trick pony maybe they're just addressing one concern um, but with rf and, and bipolar rf more or less we can help address a variety of different concerns. And so not only are we helping to, you know, fix and, and improve uh, maybe atrophy and dryness, uh, but we're also stimulating the muscle um, in the vaginal canal and kind of thickening the, the muscle. And uh, I think most of your patients and, and you yourself, obviously, you guys are very familiar with Kegel exercises and, and sending folks off to physical therapy. Uh, this is a great alternative to that um, as we're able to kind of do a, a number of different things um, with one modality. Um, but because it's radio frequency, it's really just heat. And so we're just kind of bulk heating the vaginal canal and again, stimulating collagen, um, kind of stimulating that muscle tissue, getting it to thicken. Um, so we're really doing a lot with that tissue um, in the vagina and almost like reversing the aging process. And, you know, it's not a, a, a one and done treatment. You're probably going to have to get a few treatments, if not maybe one more. Um, and then it takes you up to about a year or so um, when patients, you know, need to come back in and, and have another evaluation with you. Yeah. So in our practice, we recommend three sessions, anywhere from three to four weeks apart. Um, and then after that, to do maintenance treatments anywhere from six to 12 months. Although a lot of patients really, they just love this and will come in actually more frequently to have this done. Um, one of the things you didn't mention, we we use it for all those things. Um tightening up the muscles, a non-surgical way for vaginal tightening, vaginal dryness. We also use it to enhance orgasms because it improves blood flow to the vagina. But then we also, probably our most popular reason for using Votiva is a non-surgical treatment for urinary incontinence. Yeah. And and I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head with that. And, and that's where 
the RF technology really comes into play because again, whenever you heat the skin and you heat the muscle tissue, it does expand. Heat will make it expand. And that's what's happening in the vaginal canal too. So um, it's directionalized, it's safe, um, but you're bulk heating the tissue in the vaginal canal, which does make it expand. And so when talking about those symptoms, um, you know, whether it be, you know, women that, that like to go to the gym and do group fitness and, you know, they're doing box jumps or they're doing jumping jacks and they're leaking, you know, these are just, you know, common everyday things that, that females do and, and they want to enjoy. Um, but, you know, doing Kegel exercises and physical therapy and the pills and the creams, they really just don't cut it and it's yeah. very cumbersome to them. Um, so a device like this is, is perfect for them. Uh, but always good. And you say they come in sometimes even more frequently. And I think it's always good to have them in, you know, more frequently than, you know, Hey, come in at the year mark. Let's see where you stand. Are you having any regression? Um, the more they can do this and the more they can keep up with it, you know, the, the slower the regression will happen and the less treatments they'll probably have to do when they do come in. Um, yeah. if they decided to do that at, at about a year mark. I also like to use it post vaginal plasty, which is a cosmetic surgery I do to for to surgically tighten the vagina. If somebody just has significant laxity where I don't think Votiva is going to be enough, but I like to use Votiva post vaginal plasty like six to twelve months later to maintain those results after a vaginal plasty. Yeah, I think I, that's a great application. And and the great thing about you and what you do in your practice is you see, you know, the principle of what Votiva is used for. You probably didn't do that right away. You got the hang of the device and you've been using it for a number of years now, but you got, you got a, a hang of how it works, the energy levels. And then your brain started working in a way where you were like, where else can I use this where it will benefit my patients? And so it might not be something that we directly, you know, tell our offices, you know, hey, this is a great application for you to use this on patients. But you yourself, obviously, you've dealt with women in, in a variety of symptoms that they have, and you're able to to use this in, in that way. And, and we love to hear that as well. Yeah, you know, I actually forgot to mention, I also use it on the external vulva or the labia majora to tighten that skin because we, you know, anybody in the aesthetic space knows that any kind of heat on the, or not any kind of heat, but heat on the skin in general is going to cause, stimulate collagen and elastin and just cause some skin tightening. And so using it on the external vulva to, for some skin tightening of the labia majora is also, an, again, a non-surgical alternative um, rather than a labiaplasty majora to tighten the labia majora yeah and and i think with that too i i your patients and even you yourself when when you look at you know before they come in and, and get the treatment done till you know after after they get their three treatments and you're able to see the results even the skin color changes right like you're seeing a healthier vagina you're seeing um you know because you are improving blood circulation and blood flow um with that so even whether it be internal or external you're actually able to see it you know you're you're seeing the tightening but you're also seeing the coloring changes which obviously means that the the device is doing a great job the treatment's helping um and the therapy is is truly doing uh, great work for that patient 
Let's talk and explain to everybody listening of what a treatment is actually like. And I don't know if you want to talk about that or I can talk from my experience. Um, Before we got online, I told you that uh, I am the worst patient. I have like zero pain tolerance. But um, Votiva is actually something if I'll joke and say, you know, if it wasn't in a doctor setting um, and this was actually something you use in the bedroom, this is actually a a really pleasurable, it, uh, it could be a pleasurable treatment if it wasn't in a healthcare setting, but more in the bedroom setting. Um, but uh, but we want to explain like exactly what happens with the Votiva treatment. Yeah. And, and again, I, I think we both know you're probably better at explaining this and, you know, whether it be from personal use of the device and all of that, but from InMode's perspective and from just knowing this device as well as I have and speaking with all of our clinicians about it, the patient satisfaction rate is through the roof. Um, not many things can be 100%, but I'm pretty sure Votiva and this therapy is right about 100%. It, it's it's going to work almost every time. Patients are gonna see almost instant relief. However, like you said, we wanna have them come in at least three times. Um, typically on average, it's three times for those treatments. Um, but when they do come in, you know, you're you're going to set them up, you're going to do your evaluation either before um, they come in or, or during. Um, and it's a, a simple procedure. It probably takes, you know, around 30, 40 minutes to, to administer from start to finish. Um, but you're inserting a probe into the vaginal canal. Um, if the area is tighter, if it's drier, um, that's not a problem. This probe is small enough and er- ergonomic enough where it fits in almost every vagina, um, whether it be tight, whether it be dry. Um, we're going to make sure um, with ultrasound gel that it goes in comfortably. Um, and then when you start the procedure, it's just a matter of turning the handpiece clockwise and making sure that you're getting the energy around the entire um, vaginal canal area. And because the energy really shoots out of uh, one specific area, it's not like 360 degrees. So you have to turn the handpiece itself 360 degrees, and then you're pulling out and then continuing the process. So it's relatively simple, but again, it's it's not like patients have any downtime whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no discomfort, no pain. It's just bulk heating yeah. in the vaginal canal. So, so very safe and, and very comfortable. And what's nice about the wand for this is it's a lot smaller than the wand for our CO2 laser. And so, um, I don't know, what would I relate it to? Maybe like the thickness of a magic marker or the bottom part of a butter knife, like that's kind of how big it is. So maybe like the size of your thumb, so or the width of it. So it's just not very big. So you're right, it's gonna fit in even somebody that has severe atrophy or um, if people don't know what that means, sometimes I'll say shriveled up because people understand that word. It's not my first choice of words, but when people don't understand the the word atrophy is it's it's gonna you're gonna be able to do that versus sometimes I can't do a CO2 laser if women have severe atrophy because the probe's too big. 
Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've actually heard that. And, and if for whatever reason, somebody is trying to use a CO2 probe and they also have Votiva in the office, um, sometimes they start with Votiva and then just to, to loosen up the area, lubricate it more and then go ahead and, and use the laser. I don't know too many circumstances where people do that, um, but I, I have heard that you know, a, a couple of times um, before. Yeah. And then also when we're using it to tighten the vulva, we're just kind of rubbing it on the skin and like it literally feels like a hot stone massage in that area. So it's not painful yeah. at all. You can't really feel the heat in the vagina though. So. Yeah. And, and that's, that's status quo for, for this technology. I know before we talked about Morpheus aid and, you know, we're, we're going to do another episode on that where we can dive way further into it, but yeah, this technology, whether it be in the vagina, the face or uh, the neck, that's what it's doing. It's just heating the skin. You're getting contraction. You're stimulating the the muscles within the vaginal canal to make them um, thicker uh, and really just kind of reversing that aging process uh, within the v vaginal canal. And so uh, you hope if a patient comes in and they're, you know, in their mid forties or fifties, you can get them maybe reduced to, you know, in their mid thirties or in their low forties. Um, and that's, that's your hope. That's your, that's your goal is to just improve their, their overall well-being. Um, like we talked about the, the gym goers, the people that do the group fitness classes, um, box jumps and, and jumping jacks, that sort of thing. It's, it's just not right for women to go there and, you know, have to think that they need to wear a pad or yeah. diapers or creams and pills. Like, you know, these are the therapies that work really well, not cumbersome at all, very quick and easy. Um, and so hopefully, you know, the word will get out there more because I, I really feel like it's just not mentioned as much as some other treatments, um, whether it be for men or in aesthetics, um, this is something that hopefully will become uh, less taboo, more talked about um, in the years to come and in the near future. Right. Because women know about Kegels, but quite honestly, who really does that on a regular basis? And when when I'm seeing a patient and talking about, you know, the problems that Votiva can fix, such as, again, our most popular thing to use it for is, is urinary incontinence. And certainly physical therapy is in my discussion of options, but people don't want to do that. Like I, I would say in 20 years of being a gynecologist, I don't think I've ever had somebody say for incontinence, okay, I'll choose that option. Like, it's, it's a nice option because it's just like this. It really doesn't have any risks or downtime, but people don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I think patient compliance is a big deal with any sort of physical therapy. And then when talking about Kegel exercises for physical therapy, that's definitely patient compliance is 100 percent. You know, that that's what it is. Um, and at the end of the day, they could be as compliant as possible, do all the Kegels, all the reps. But at the end, are they really seeing the results that they want? Are they really seeing that improvement? And I would say most often they're not. And, you know, that's that's tough for someone to devote that much time and energy into something and still not be able to see the, the fruits of the labor. Mm -hmm. I'm sure our consent form, because um, this is a medical procedure, has some discussion about potential risks. Um, 
I personally haven't seen it. Um, I think you'd have to be doing it and like not be paying attention whatsoever. But just for completeness of our discussion, what are some potential side effects or risks that maybe the company talks about? Yeah, I mean, with side effects or adverse events, anything like that, that have been reported with Votiva, I've heard nothing. So like you said, um, you'd almost have to fall asleep at the wheel. The energy yes. would have to be on one specific, uh, one specific area for quite some time for, you know, something bad to happen or, you know, an adverse event burn, something like that. Um, but the energy is not high enough where you can hurt somebody when you're actually paying attention to it. And so um, with that, it's it's a remarkable thing um, that we haven't heard of anything with Votiva um, over the past, you know, four or five years. Um, and so uh, I, I, safety, efficacy, those are our biggest things and our biggest concerns uh, when making a device and putting it in providers' hands like yours. We want to make sure that you're delivering a therapy that works first off, um, but we also want it to be safe. And so those two things are very important to us. And I know it's very important to you too. Um, so in terms of risks, complications, again, you know, there, there really isn't anything um, to worry about or for patients to worry about, you know, if it's in the right hands of the person. And as long as they just stay awake during the treatment and yeah. <laughs> um, you're, you're doing what you need to do, um, everything's going to be just fine. Certainly, I'll talk to somebody if they have severe atrophy, um, you could have some spotting or some bleeding after the procedure, just like you would if you had a pap smear or pelvic exam. So just because the tissue is so thin. So that's usually the only real warning I give. As a company, do you tell people about any downtime? So typically, we tell patients to just abstain from sexual intercourse for, you know, 48, 72 hours. Um, that's usually not a big deal. Patients are really excited to find a solution that will actually work um, and will get them, you know, back having sex with their partner or back in the gym. Um, so those type of things, that's, that's really it. But again, like, there's no downtime for this. Right. So the only yeah. thing, I guess you can call it sexual downtime, right? You know, right. like abstain from sexual intercourse for a few days. That's it. You know, we just want that area to naturally heal on its own. Um, and, and that's the reason for that. And then one last question. Is there any patients out there, any medical conditions where somebody's not a candidate for Votiva? So... I would say the, the best candidates for Votiva are, of course, uh, pre-menopausal, pre postmenopausal women that are suffering from itching, burning, uh, painful intercourse. Um, obviously, we talked about um, incontinence. Those are great patients uh, to do Votiva. Um, in terms of the patients that shouldn't do it, um, obviously, um, if you're pregnant, nursing, uh, those type of things, we want you to, to stay away from that. Um, and then uh, pacemakers, those type of things. Uh, again, there's a number of contraindications and a whole list on the consent form um, that I'm sure you go over with patients, or at least there's, you know, like a checklist of concerns yeah. that you can review with them. Uh, but for the most part, this is uh, the demographic for Votiva is wide open. It is large um, and you can treat a lot of different patients um, who go through and suffer from the symptoms that we talked about, um, which is great. It just makes it a really versatile device. It 
you know, doesn't alienate, you know, a specific patient. It's again, it's, it's blind light. That's what radio frequency is. Um, and all it does is really help stimulate the, the muscles and, and collagen within uh, the vagina and, you know, hopefully get women back to, you know, feeling like their natural youthful self. Right. Yeah, that's exactly it is uh, pregnancy, breastfeeding. And then I love that you mentioned uh, the um, pacemaker. And then I'll have to add just, you know, any active infection, but who, who, if you were having an active herpes and infection, you certainly wouldn't want somebody to be doing a procedure there. So that's pretty obvious. So Anyway, I have more information about this on my website. If you go to dramybrenner.com and under sexual wellness for women, there's a whole page about Votiva with some more information. Thanks for joining us, Jack. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Her. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and the web. Go to www dramybrenner.com to learn more. This podcast is for general information only and does not constitute as medical advice, the practice of medicine, nursing or other healthcare services. No patient-physician relationship is formed. The information in the podcast and any references, material or links are at the sole discretion of the listener and not meant to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. Listeners should not delay or disregard obtaining medical advice for any medical issues or diagnoses that they may have and should seek medical advice from their healthcare provider for any such conditions.